Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Chad and Zay. All right, let's go hour number three on a Friday. 3-3 to be exact. 3-3-23. Hope you're having a good one. Hope everybody is safe and sound after last night. It got crazy for a lot of folks. Hopefully you did not have a tornado nearby. If you did, we hope you are all safe. We hope your house, fence, cars, tree limbs, all that is good. Uh, I know there's a lot of lot of stuff depending on where you are, and I know a lot of people all around the area listen to us. We do appreciate that. It's Chad and Zay on a Friday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier picking that special beat for you to start the third hour. What do you got, Zay? Today is Lil Flip's birthday. So this is his classic 10-minute Kappa freestyle instrumental. Little flip, huh? Little flipper. You get on my leprechaun. You get on my metal songs for going too long, and this man's got a 10-minute instrumental. Well, he's freestyling, so it's off the top of the dome. Oh, okay. That makes it better for you. Yeah, a lot better. (laughs) A lot better. You're saying a pre-planned five and a half minutes is worse than an unplanned 10. Is that what you're telling me? Well, usually in the metal songs, you just hear the music. You don't really hear any lyrics. It just goes on. You've already been hearing the music. If it was somebody that was freestyling, I'm with it. Like if Joe Elliott had a 10-minute song where he's freestyling the whole time, that'd be dope. I don't know what a 10-minute freestyle Joe Elliott would sound like. I really don't. I don't even want to know how to start thinking about that one. Lil Flip gets us started this hour with the uh, with the great beat. All right. Uh, apparently, we are not going to be talking to Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. We'll just pull the curtain back. There are weeks where I text Jeff, and he says, yeah, I'm good, and then we talk to him. There are weeks where I will forget to text him. And we call him, and he's there. He's there, yeah. Then there are weeks like this where sometimes I will text, not hear back, but he's still there. And then sometimes I text, I don't hear back, and then we get to this point, and he's not there. Yo, Orange Bloods is a machine. I'm surprised we get him. Yeah, there's a lot going on over there. There's a ton going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, But we do like to catch up with him when we can. Uh, And there's a lot going on in the Longhorn world. So uh, we will use this time, um, and I was going to do a little more of this at 2.30, but we'll dig into some Longhorn stuff here. We've been talking about the Combine, uh, the guys yesterday. And by the way, they're just going to get, you know, getting, getting started right now. In the in this two o'clock hour, and oh, if you love the freaky days at the combine, the first two, I know the rest of it matters because it's quarterbacks and wide receivers and tight ends tomorrow, and it's running backs on Sunday, including an O lineman, including you know Bijan and Roshan, and we'll talk about them. But Zay, these first two days are so crazy freaky. You start with D-line and linebackers. Just the versatility we saw yesterday. All those different guys. We talked about Nolan Smith earlier, but let's give love to this 
Kalija Cansey guy from Ooh. Pitt, the D tackle that they're making Aaron Donald comparisons to because they both went to Pitt and they're about the same size and they're about as freaky as each other. He ran a four six seven forty, hauling two hundred and eighty one pounds around. Damn. Six one two eighty one, just slightly faster than what Aaron Donald did. Yeah. Pretty That's incredible. crazy. Uh, Nolan Smith, we mentioned earlier, that four three nine is better than Saquon Barkley ran at the combine. Stop it. <laughs> He's an edge rusher. It's the best 40 from a defensive lineman. It's, excuse me, the second best 40 they've had since, like, 2003. And he hasn't That's had like, much time to train due to him being injured. Right. That's He's, so incredible. He is just that good. Ten- I don't know what's more incredible, that or the fact that he didn't play in the last half of the season and right. they beat the brakes off TCU 65-7 to in the national championship game without somebody like that. That obviously changes games. Yeah, they smashed It's going to get selected like first round. Yeah, what's the score if he plays? <laughs> they like don't a, score. 100-7? to seven? Yeah, they, they don't score. <laughs> My God. Um, also... I thought this was an interesting story. Will McDonald, the fourth from Iowa State, that their edge rusher, 6'4, 239. He had the flu on Tuesday, 104 fever. Damn, that's like bedridden stuff. He recovers enough not to run the 40 because we can understand how he might feel pretty down after that, but he had a 36 inch vert and broad jumped 11 feet. These dudes. 11 feet. If you haven't seen that, Watch that. It's silly when they get out that far. They're just getting faster and stronger. My God. And then, Zay, there's a couple guys from Auburn that were really good yesterday, and one of them was Owen uh, Papo, P-A-P-P-O-E, linebacker from Auburn, six foot and a fourth, 225, and he ran a 4.39. Yeah, he, he showed out yesterday. Wow. So just to give everybody the idea there, Nolan Smith, and he ran the exact same 40 time, and Smith is carrying 13 more pounds, just in case y'all need to know. Just stupid. <laughs> just in case you're underst- trying to understand why everybody's talking about Nolan Smith. So we also talked about the Longhorns, DeMarvion Overshone, Keandre Coburn, and Moro Ojimo, who I thought all looked good, um, all do th- impressive numbers out there, and I don't think any of them hurt their draft stock. Uh, we, we've certainly discussed those guys. You've got Bijan and Roshan coming up on Sunday. So is this appointment watching for you, Zay? Not only as a fan of the football freakiness, you said you're kind of a sucker for the combine, but on Sunday. Like, are you going to watch, you take pride as a Longhorn fan and watch your running backs go at it? Absolutely. Yeah. We know Bijan and what he can do and what we expect him to do, but I want to see what Roshan Johnson does because NFL scouts they're probably wondering about his usage and the fact that he just didn't get as many touches we know we saw you know when he got the ball and he was very productive there but he wasn't the main back it was Bijan Robinson so all these defensive teams they came in on the scout report to stop him first so I Mm-hmm. You know, I think Bijan Robinson's going to surprise a lot of guys with his measurements. I mean, he's huge, and especially with his IQ, being a quarterback and just understanding the game, I think he's going to get a lot of GMs in that aspect. So, yeah, I'm very excited about both of those guys, and I think they're going to both have hella careers to when they get into the 30s, maybe still be able to play, which 
for running back nowadays, that's not even an option. But for those two guys, I could see it. Yeah, I like them both for I mean, this version of the NFL, the versatility that running backs are showing. And we're not seeing as many teams, even when you are a team that does commit yourself to the run, an Eagles, Niners, whatever, we're not seeing one running back get destroyed anymore. We're not seeing one guy get just – you know, hammer him and hammer him and twenty five and yeah, 30 like how Shanahan did Terrell Davis. You're there, right? Like Shanahan, exactly. Yeah, that would have been Mike Shanahan doing yeah, that to Mike. Terrell Davis. Yeah, yeah, including the moment in was it the Super Bowl when Terrell was having the migraine, said he couldn't see. Stop it. That's that's a crazy story. Mike Shanahan is about to send him in, and he says it's I think Super Bowl thirty two against the Packers. And Terrell's like, man, coach, I'm having I'm having one of the migraines. I can't see. And Mike says, I don't need you to see. I just need them to see you. Because he was the decoy. He said, I need you to be a decoy. It won't work if you're not in there. They send Terrell Davis in the game. He's got a migraine going on, and he literally cannot see. But it worked. Because it was like a little bootleg yeah, with, yeah. with Elway. So they had to have him as the decoy. And it, and it did work. That's how, much, went, that's how much Mike Shanahan Shano used him. Shanahan went Bucky Gobbo with Ricky Williams or Ricky was coming to the sideline and said, hey, coach, I don't know where I'm at. And Buck said, it don't matter. Get us 10 more yards. Get uh, Yes, and except he didn't actually hand him the ball. Right? <laughs> Shanahan didn't actually hand him the ball after that. But, uh, yeah, that was it, it, it's that. But I'm glad for these guys that, you know, there's a little more versatility in it now. And we talked about Deuce Vaughn last hour. Where does a guy like that you know, even fit into this NFL? It's going to be fun to watch the running backs. Yo, and- I just saw Deuce Vaughn in the commercial over your shoulder, Chad, for that. Uh, what are they promoting? And no something. It's, it'll come back up. But he was a commercial training and stuff. He looks for real. Yeah? He looks for real. I know it's just a commercial. Obviously, they're going to get the good shots and stuff. But he, he looks ready. Wonder he looks how many, NFL ready. I wonder how many reps for Deuce Vaughn. Something else that hit me earlier today is like, wonder how, many, how many times is he going to throw up 225? I he, mean, his arms aren't long, so he doesn't have much to go when he pushes up. So that helps him out. Weighing 170-something maybe, whatever that number is going to be. Let's say it's 180 and whatever. Like, what's he going to do on the terms of the reps? We'll figure that out on Sunday uh, and have all those numbers for you on Monday when we get back. Going to be a lot of discussion there. You know, you know who just looked freaky last night? He did pretty good. I mean, what we expect from him. Hmm. Will Anderson. Oh, my God. He looked great. Yo. Yep. Looked great. insane physique. Like, wow. You get why... He was the best defensive player these last few years Effortle- in all of college football. Yeah, effortless movement. Just yeah, everything he does looks looks easy. He yeah. makes it look simple. And then all the reporting that they did from him, all his all his interviews apparently are just like blowing him away because he's saying you know he'll work with any system. He'll he will change himself for whatever yeah, NFL four three team. three four. It don't matter. I'll do whatever. I'll do you, it. I'll do what you need me to do. I will fit into your team. And I thought, yeah, that sounds like a Nick Saban defensive <laughs> player, right? <laughs> yeah, it just sounds perfect. You wonder why they uh, why they keep pumping those guys out. Yeah, Will Anderson will be gone uh, very early in the draft, no matter what happens with Jalen Carter. And um, not really a development on the Jalen Carter story. He just no. he answered all the questions yesterday. I haven't heard really any update to that story. Near I'm waking I. up this morning. Near have I. So yeah. he wasn't going to work out anyway, so I guess there's not much to take from it. Yeah, there were definitely enough freaks to show off uh, without Jalen Carter, but he did answer those questions, and the teams continue to answer the qu- or ask the questions of the quarterbacks throughout today and tomorrow, and it's, the again, the DBs that are getting after it uh, today in the workouts tomorrow, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and 
tight ends. All right, once uh, the other thing that will be happening when we get back on Monday, spring practice will be officially underway for Texas. We're three days away from that. It looks like there will be uh, some uh, you know availabilities for the media early next week, and if we can bring one of those to you live on the air, we will certainly do that. So stay tuned for all of that. Zay, as a Longhorn fan, what are you excited about on Monday? What are some of the first things you want to hear about from practice? Where where's your focus as we get into uh, spring practice for Texas? Um, just Quinn Ewers and his relationship with these wide receivers, these new wide receivers, where Isaiah Nayor maybe is, if he's able to get on the field just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, because like I said yesterday and with talking to Jeff Howe and stuff, we know the wide receiver group, they have to be better with, losing B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson. Whether, you know, Cedric Baxter Jr. is going to come in and start immediately or Keelan Robinson has a bigger role to Jonathan Brooks and his hernia healing, Jaden Blue, still got Savion Red there. We know they're going to take a step back no matter what. So that means the wide receiver group and the quarterbacks, they have to take a step forward. So... Knowing Malik Murphy and Archman are right behind you, and that pressure is going to be on you. And most likely, the way Quinn Ewers wanted his career to go, we know it's all always been about getting to the league. That's just that's what it's been. He left South Lake Carroll early to go to Ohio State to get that NIL, and it's just been about how do we get to the league as quick as possible so we could have a big time career there. This is it. This is the season. He's eligible for next year's draft, 2024. So mm-hmm. hopefully, and we know with the cut, the fresh cut, we see a certain maturity and a certain focus, even though it's small and whatnot, and he might not have as many NIL deals slash commercials in the future. I like that of him being locked in. So coming into spring practice, you know, all those young guys like Moore and Jonte Cook, how are they going to look? Jordan Winton back for a new season. That's going to allow Xavier Worthy and guys like that, A.D. Mitchell, which allows Xavier Worthy to get more open and have better opportunities than he did last year. And, yeah, we know Steve Sarkeesian's play calling obviously has to be better. But, yeah, just Quinn Ewers, his maturity level coming into this year, spring football, hopefully it's there and – better than what it was last year because we know I don't think he obviously wasn't ready to be the leader of the team as a freshman we saw him on the sidelines at times not really talking to guys and we know his face when things go wrong it's not good so those types of things you know just being more upbeat being more of a leader vocal leader as a quarterback in year number two I'm looking forward to seeing that yeah are they all going to follow him are they all going to follow his vibe? What's the vibe he's putting out? Are they going to follow that? And as you're talking through the the receivers and stuff there, I keep thinking, and, not, and I'm not trying to disparage anybody else that he'll be throwing to, the idea that what we've seen out of Jonte Cook already and Jordan Whittington are on the same football team, that's incredible to me. And it does speak to what Jeff Howe was talking to us about yesterday, patience, taking what they give you, not always taking that deep, long shot all the time. And Xavier Worthy could be a part of kind of the shorter mid-range passing game too, but I would love to know like what's the first thing we hear about Jonte Cook? What are the first reports we hear about Jonte? What about Wisner? Another another one of the young guys, defensive side. Anthony, not Anthony Cook. Anthony, what's his name? What's the young man's name? Anthony uh the, the Hill. Anthony Hill, Hill, thank you. Anthony Hill the linebacker. 
What's the, what are those first little stories, a spark that we start to hear out of guys like that? Uh, I think those are things that always excite fans. If you know you brought in freshmen that are that badass, that the reports start coming in and go, fellas, I don't think they're going to be able to cover Jonte Cook. That kind of momentum can get going really quickly, and hopefully Quinn Ewers can you know bring all that together. And you also talked about running backs there. That's going to be critical with what we'll see this weekend. That's leaving. They have got to figure that part out on you know on some level of who's going to really step up there because there's not a lot they can count on right now running back wise. No, there's not. And hopefully Cedric Baxter, he's been in the books. He's been in the playbook to where, you know, he could show his talent. I mean, he's the best running back coming out of high school. So there's something there. I think we were just so spoiled with Bijan Robinson that anything less than that with the lack of success that we expect, the lack of success that we need down here on the 40 acres. And you see teams like TCU and Kendra Miller, like Kendra Miller ain't nothing to what Bijan Robinson is. But you could argue that his year was better. He wasn't Doug Walker award winner, but that offense that felt, better felt better a lot of the season. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the talent that Quinn Ewers has is above a Max Duggan. So, you just said Jordan Winnington and John Tay Cook and Xavier Worthy and all those guys, they're going to be able to eat. I still don't know the Isaiah Nayor thing. I don't, hopefully, they don't rush him back. That's why right. you have DeAndre Moore, A.D. Mitchell. I was say A.D. Mitchell, somebody I didn't even mention yeah, just then. You know, yeah. you have guys like that, but man, you know, the offensive line, that's comforting. All those guys coming back, Christian Jones back for a six-year on the right side, Kelvin Banks being the All-American type guy he is enjoy, in the second Enjoy season. that as long as you can. Yeah, we got two more years. That's I was about to say, you got a couple more. Yeah, I was like, at least let's get him to the SEC, at least, because we need all of that Yeah, yeah. he'll get one year. He'll get one there year, so go. let's at, at least one. I, I could deal with that and then go be a top-five pick like we know he's probably going to be the way that this pace is going uh, here at Texas. But, yeah, so many questions, man. I still – I'm not going to renege. This is the same squad that I expect to get to Arlington. The same one. Okay. You should be right there with the schedule, how it is, BYU, U of H. That ain't too bad. You got that right after Oklahoma. You got the bye. Uh-huh. Everything lines up solid. Uh, we don't know who's going to be that TCU team, that the surprising team. That mm-hmm. could be anybody, but why not us? Why uh, not us? All you got coming back, all the starters except for Bijan, why not us? You're still Arlington or bust? Or bust. Hell okay. yeah. There it is. Longhorn Spring football starting in three days. Spring game is 43 days away. If you haven't circled April 15th on your calendar, that is spring day game for you. Spring day game? Spring game day. There it is. There it is. 1 o'clock is the kickoff time, and I think it's 9 a.m. They're going to open up Bevo Boulevard, give you that taste of Bevo Boulevard down there or right near the stadium. We'll hope for good weather on April the 15th. Coming up next, it's why today matters on this March the 3rd, and we'll hit a little bit of the 4th. Some big-time athletes have birthdays today. We'll discuss some of those, plus we got a couple other things to hit. Uh, it is March the 3rd. We'll tell you why it matters to us and get you set up for that late-night baseball. Longhorns at Cal State Fullerton. We'll remind you of that start time next on The Horn. Regulators! 
Chad and Zay. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search no way. Oh, this is fantastic. Not only is it a great song, but I get two mentions early on. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that helps. Right? Yeah, it just helps me out. Um, a great, a great beat, great little hook there. So Warren G. That's right. Has been mentioned clearly. Uh, anybody else of note on this track? Yeah. Is this a? Now I know Warren G. Has done work with Dr. Dre and Snoop at times. Right. Damn, what's next? <laughs> See that this. that other that other voice I did not know. Wait, who's the other one? Oh come on, listen, listen. Oh, yeah. Alright, here he goes again. Oh uh, <laughs> I ain't giving you the hit that time. No, I ain't giving you the hit that time. You gotta it. figure this out. You gotta figure this out. Man, I don't, uh, Warren G and, oh, this hurts. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You've been really good with this guy, too. You usually get him. Is it Nate Dog? There he is. There we go. Okay. It took you a while. Okay. All right. Yeah, you almost dribbled out the shot clock there. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go Marcus <laughs> Carr on you? <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's get a shot up. Uh, let's get a so shot let's up. Let's go, let's go. Warren G and Nate Dog. There we go. Okay, I just had my dogs crossed. Yeah, you know, I, I knew. I, I hear. I hear Warren G, and sometimes I thought of another dog, but I got, I got to the right dog eventually. Yo, that's a top five West Coast West Coast classic. I like would. California Love. Mm-hmm. The Chronic album songs. You give yeah, me the- ain't nothing but a G thing. Today is a good day. Regulate all those songs yeah. right so there. So is that song called Regulators? Yeah. Okay. Regulate. Regulate. Okay. Uh-huh. Warren G and Nate Dogg, The Meters earlier in the show. Rainbow, Great White, The Moody Blues. We had a little flip beat to start the hour. A 10-minute instrumental little flip beat because there's a 10-minute freestyle which zay does endorse he does not endorse five and a half minute heavy metal songs though yo because they're too planned out flip was known as the freestyle king mike back in the day he literally went 10 minutes of freestyle oh yeah he would do that all the time that's awesome him and dj scrooge throw the beat on flip would go off now he would repeat himself all the time (laughs) like he you know they call that the chorus yeah like riding down cloverland looking clean with the byzantine like he would say that a lot he would say that a lot. He would come back. Yeah, so, yeah. Something you could count on. It's a leprechaun, you, a legend. Something you could count on. That's what you. That's what you look for. All right. Uh, we want to thank the 763 subscribers we have right now on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com/slash at the Horn ATX. Thanks to 763. Whoever you are out there that became the 763rd subscriber, go subscribe so you don't miss anything on the YouTube page. You can check out hornfm.com as well. As well. Excuse me. I promise I haven't been drinking, but it does sound like I have. Um, 
The interview we did with Coach Thompson of Stony Point is up at hornfm.com. And we also reminded you earlier, check out flexatx.com for some of that stuff from the Wednesday night flex this week with the Hutto crew, the quarterback, the, the receiver, and the head coach. We're all on. So we appreciate all your support across the Austin Radio Network. Lots of stuff going on tonight, including Texas baseball at Cal State Fullerton. 8 o'clock tonight on that one. If you're a Texas softball fan, they've got a 4.30 and a 7 tonight as they start the weekend with a little doubleheader. Basketball-wise, Kansas tomorrow for the men at 3. Kansas State for the women's team. They're at K-State as a for a 4 o'clock tip. And you'll hear that one over on 105.3 The Bat. All right, it is uh, March 3rd. Let's get into a little bit of why today matters, shall we? Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, a few things going on on this Friday, and um, we were just talking some music, so happy birthday to Tone Loke today. 57. Funky Cole Medina. Where does Tone, where does that kind of stuff fall for you is that um, does that end up being a little too novelty and he yeah. doesn't he doesn't really get like long-term credit for that yeah he's like with the will smiths and oh wow guys like that okay i'll say wow like it's just okay. will smith's a legend okay. on his own way like hammer tone loke guys like that kind of run dmc for me legends of clean rap yeah clean safer rap yes exactly okay what was tone Loke's other jams funky cole medina and what was the other one wild thing that's it which at one point was the most successful single of all time. Really? It was that big. That thing went crazy. Wow, thing. Yeah. <laughs> went nuts. Uh, happy birthday to Tone Loke. We also have all kinds of uh, great athletes with birthdays today, and one of them is a current NBA player, and I want to get Zay's thoughts on just how good is he. It's his birthday today. Where did Zay rank him on the the all-time, not all-time, on the current best NBA player list? We'll get to him. Let's start with uh, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, 61 today. Okay. Kind of an athlete. A little bit. This is one I didn't know. Old school on Jackie Joyner. I forgot this one. I definitely don't know that. Big-time school, though. UCLA. Huh. She ran track and played basketball because, you know, athlete uh 61 today for her same exact age for herschel walker i know there are some other things we could discuss with herschel but in terms of the (laughs) athletic part the man's a badass 61 years old today of course the old school is georgia hope herschel is doing well today and feeling well today he's been through a lot is herschel the governor or mayor did he win I don't believe he did. Okay. I do not believe he did. Mm. If you are following politics closer than I am, please let us know if I'm wrong on that. Uh, it is also Santonio Holmes' birthday today, 39 years old for Santonio. Uh, of course, he went to Ohio State, and I will still argue he made, for the moment, the greatest, most important, most impactful catch in the history of the Super Bowl. What I don't, a catch. I don't think anybody else has ever made one that meant that much and was that tough all at once. That was an incredible play. It still kind of haunts me because I was rooting for the Cardinals to win the game. Yeah. But Damn, my... against your wife? Yeah, absolutely. What's wrong with you? What are you talking about? That Do you was... not want to see your woman happy, her happiness, happy wife, happy life? She... Do you not know that saying? Look, she's married to me. She's happy enough. <laughs> Plus, if they had lost the game, they wouldn't have had six of the dang things. Now I got to listen to that all the time. That was their sixth. Six of them. Yeah. 
I didn't want That's that. A lot. What a hell of a catch, though. God, it was. was amazing. Big Ben thought he overthrew him. Yeah, I would have too. I mean, that was yeah, that was an amazing play. It's just silly. When we were, I got a chance to go to that stadium in Tampa and do the tour and stood right next to that spot and just sort of took that moment in. Like, that's where Santonio Holmes made that catch. It's still, to me, the greatest catch in, the, in a Super Bowl ever. Uh, so happy birthday to him. All right, here's the NBA, guys. Eh? Today is the 25th birthday of Jason Tatum. If I asked you just to rank the best players in the NBA for you right now, how far down your list is Jason Tatum? He's top five. Okay. He's top five. Yeah. That's what get, I would have assumed. He gets better every year. I... He was a steal at number three for the Celtics because they were already good, and that was the year they got Kyrie, and they were they were young. But his rookie year, he was a big part of the reason they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were one game away that game seven where he dunked on LeBron James mm-hmm. from getting to the NBA Finals, and he's just gotten better and better each and every year, a lot stronger. And last year. There was a point in time, the first few months of the 2022 season, where you didn't think him and Jalen Brown, it would work. And people up in that New England area, they were kind of saying this, they should break up one of these guys, which it would obviously be Jalen Brown because he's not as good as Tatum. But they figured it out, made a really good run, and got themselves to the finals and just ran to three future Hall of Famers, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. So... I can't wait to see what happens in the Eastern Conference Finals. We talk about the West, which we should, because from 3 to 13, it's thick. But in the East, with the Bucks winning like 16 in a row, and then the Celtics doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. the addition of Malcolm Brogdon, they expect to get right back to the NBA Finals. But they beat the Bucks last year in Game 7 of the playoffs. And I know the Bucks, they were feeling that and a lot of that had to do with Chris Middleton missing games, which he's still missing games. Yeah. So that's a problem there. And they're still winning. They're still winning without him. Yeah. Drew Holiday, he's an all star this year. He wasn't last year. He took a step in his performance. But Jason Tatum, he's so smooth. You know, you he reminds you of Grant Hill just because of the Duke thing and well obviously they're light skinned too. But he just has a smoothness about him, and he has a dog about him. He's around 6'9". I told you yesterday about the story of Coach K talking, you know, questioning his toughness and saying, yeah. oh, he's just a soft St. Louis kid. Knew, real, how to, knew how to dial him up. Knew how to dial yeah. him up. Yeah. So he's real prideful of his city, and he had 41 the other night. It couldn't have been an easier 41. So, yeah, I think he's one of the faces of the league, and he's top five for me for sure. They will play tonight at 6.30 on his birthday, and then as I mentioned Grizzlies Nuggets tonight. If you want to peek in on some NBA, Grizzlies Nuggets might be the best thing you get all weekend. 9 o'clock tonight on ESPN. I'll admit I haven't checked the weekend schedule, but those two teams are playing really well right now. Uh, You've got what you just talked about at the top of the East, this kind of stuff at the top of the West. I'm one of the few... NBA fans that would tell you I kind of like the play-in idea because it actually makes me care about. I love se- it. It makes me care about seven, eight, nine, ten when I used to not care. I love it. I kind of like that as well. So yeah, there's this is that time of year where the energy starts to to build uh, around the NBA. In addition to obviously all the college basketball. Yeah, you know Denver people aren't sold on them. Which I get it. They haven't really proven anything. They got to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. 
when Jamar Murray was like dropping 50 in games and mm-hmm. stuff. So nobody gave him, nobody gives anyone credit for the bubble. Everybody thinks the Lakers championship, that don't count because it was in the bubble and there aren't fans and stuff. Okay, let's ask the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if that 2020 ring counts when they went to Lambeau Field and nobody was in the stadium. We still count that for Tom Brady's rings, don't we? That's a yes. Yeah. That's a yes, by the way. Exactly. So yes. I think we should need to count the bubble too. Of course. Yeah, but because there's, there's a different layer of challenge to that. Yeah, going away and being away from everybody and going through all the grind of yeah, that just, thing. Just say you hate LeBron and you hated success. <laughs> just really say that, people. Or or you can't stand Anthony Davis. Yeah, and the Lakers. Yeah. They could be or like the Lakers. Yeah, be like you with the Lakers. How you were with the Steelers, just yeah. hating because right. they winning more rings than your Cowboys and stuff. There you go. It, but Nikola Jokic, he's going to win his third MVP this year, which is ridiculous. The last time a person went back-to-back-to-back and MVPs was burned 84 through 86. So Mm. that should show you something there. Jamal Murray, he looks like he's getting back to that form before he tore his ACL. Michael Porter Jr., him at 6'10", being able to stretch the floor and do multiple things. They're really good. They're really good, but we know in the playoffs it's a different game than the regular season. Things get a little bit tighter. The defense, you know, you can focus on that more. you got to have a lot of good mid-range shooters to keep on advancing, and they don't necessarily have that. You know, they, they could give it to Joker and let him do his thing, but a lot of the calls that he gets now, he ain't going to get in the playoffs. So I'm going to mm. be curious to see how he performs. But, hey, they're leading the West right now. It looks like they could get to the Western Conference Finals and do some things. And, again, Joker going to win his third MVP. I like them. They're fun to watch. Yep, they'll be on tonight against Memphis. Speaking of fun to watch, those two going at each other should be a lot of fun. So there's a lot of choices for you this weekend uh, with basketball, uh, college basketball, of course, Longhorns and Kansas over at the Moody Center. 3 o'clock tomorrow, can the Longhorns get a little momentum back headed towards Kansas City, and can they keep that record at the Moody to the number and one by the end of the year? What would it be, 16-1 and one if they get the win? I think 17-1. and 17-1 if they get the win. Uh, even if they end up 16-2, and two, it'd be nice, but losing three in a row to finish the regular season, Zay, uh, that would not be good. You said it earlier, this is the first back-to-back loss they've had all year. Yeah. Now you got to clean that thing up. You got to send these people out at the Moody Center with the right vibe. You got to send your seniors off with the right vibe. But most importantly, you have got to get something going before you get to Kansas City. You can have a little, you can have a, one of those weird games in a Big 12 tournament to head towards the tournament. But to me, this is, this is critical stuff. This is you got to protect your home floor one more time and get a good feeling back on your side. Yeah, and you need your best players to play well. As of late, Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen, they haven't played well against TCU and Baylor, and they got to come on with it. I mean, this is the time of the year you need to play your best basketball. You don't want to be a first-round out. It's going to be senior day tomorrow. This is the last time you're going to be able to play with these guys at the mood, and this is it. This is the final run. And for as well as they've played throughout the season – it would be very disappointing for them to lose three straight and then go out early in the tournament. That would be horrible. I love Coach Terry. I want him to get the job, but I would definitely understand if he didn't get it, why he won it if they lose like the mm-hmm. next yep. three games because they could lose five straight, and that would be the it. That would be it. That would be tough. Like that, Technically, yeah. there, could on, there might be only three games left of the season for this men's basketball team if we want to look at it. Right. 
Whether yeah. they win tomorrow or not, they get bounced out early Big 12 champion, uh, Big 12 tournament, and then bounced out early in Madness tournament. Man, keep a good thought there, Zay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why are you bringing realism to a March Madness discussion? Come yo, on now. Yo. No, you're right. That could be. It could be as it could happen that fast. It is about survive and advance. And when you don't do either one of those things, it ends so quickly. Yeah. I'm loyal to Texas, but when it comes to my bracket, I ain't. You're I'm sorry. Can't do that. Y'all broken my heart way too many times. When Northern Iowa's hitting half-court shots for game, you remember that March Madness game? Uh, yes. How brutal was that? Oh, my like, God. Like, you know, I don't need those times. I need early 2000s, Final Four, TJ Four days, Elite Eight, DJ Augustine days. Those are the times I like. So you're saying when it comes to basketball, to paraphrase Wu-Tang, you're about bream Brackets rules everything around you? Is that what you're saying? Oh, my. Let's just go to break after that one. <laughs> there you go. Maybe the worst dad joke of uh, of the month, and it's just March 3rd. Up next, stems and seeds. couple of notes for you, including, hey, UFC fans, just how much did John Jones weigh today? How much weight's he putting on? He used to be at 205. Where is he for the fight tomorrow night? I will tell you next on The Horn. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. All right, this is Chad. Let's talk Apple leasing. Any make, any model, any car, any truck. That's what Apple leasing is all about, and they're about making it as simple as they can for you with the easy lease that they've got. It's so much simpler than uh, all those other leases that are out there, so much uh, easier to figure out than the buying process that sometimes goes on where at the end of everything you are trying to pay to keep things going, and there's so many expenses at the end of it. And with Apple leasing, you're always going to feel like you're driving that new car. You're going to be paying for the part of the car that you're using. And with the easy lease system, there are options uh, throughout. You can ask all those questions. What if I want to change? What if I wanted to upgrade? What if I wanted to do this halfway through the lease? They'll talk to you about all of that. Just call 346-9977, 346-9977, and you'll talk to them. You'll go through that process. You'll sign everything electronically so you're not wasting time there. And most importantly, they get you the same discounts and incentives that the dealers do They get those savings passed on to you. So if you're looking at three or four different brands, uh, three or four different makes, then you're going to be able. They're going to go to all those different dealerships for you. Get those contacts. Get those. Get the information. Get you all those options so you can make the best choice. And they're going to save you all kinds of time and money. Three four six nine nine seven seven or go to AppleLeasing.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Grab a seat. Thanks, I'm Dave. Very nice to meet. Chad and Zay. Call me dog. 
Let me just check your sheet. No problem, sir. Let me just say, I'm a big fan of the shit that y'all made. I can't lie, I've been thinking about this all day. All good, there's a reason that we call date. Let me start with your background, where you come from. Sure, I was undergrad down there in Richmond. Before that, are you talking about my hometown? Yeah. I was born out of Philly, grew up in a little silly old town called Cheltenham. It's in the suburbs of our middle wealth around. So real shit you ain't never had. All right, rolling through this Friday, just about done. See, now you're going extra testing on me, right? Because I, have, I, you know, I'm gonna know one of them. I gotta figure out the other guy. Right? Is that what this is? Yeah. Um. I'll give you a hint. Who is that? I'll give you a hint. You like definitely know, know who it. Is. Yes. Where have you heard that voice from? Uh, he's more popular on TV than he is a rapper now, but he raps. Okay, okay. Uh, and he's not. Uh, still with us. Yes, still yeah, alive. Still alive. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That's, um. Oh, my God. I know you see it. Yes, there it is. You see the fro. Yes, the fro. The white guy. He's yep. on uh, a little dicky. Little dicky. There it is. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Yeah, I thought he was going to give it away when he said Dave at the beginning of the Snoop Dogg. And, okay, so this is a, like a legitimate, it's a track on a Little Dicky album? Yeah. Okay. Little Dicky and Snoop Dogg. What do you make of Little Dicky? What do you make of the whole thing? He's cool. Yeah? He's a cool guy. He, got, he has respect in the business? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He's I mean, he has a song with Snoop. Come on. Dude, these, the, that, when that show... The show is kind of weird at times because they don't know. It's almost like they're trying to joke on him a lot, and then every once in a while they let him go. They let him really tear off on something, and you realize, oh, okay, so he's really good, right? But then they try to figure out how to make jokes about it sometimes. Yeah, I love Dave. I think it's so, a hilarious show. It's it is a really good show. Is it back yet? Are they still rolling with that nah, thing? I think they're just season two. I don't know they're, if they're maybe done. Make a season three. They should maybe done with it. They should. I'd watch that again. Uh, it's a good show. Little Dicky. And Snoop Dogg finishing in, uh, off today. How about that? Warren G. and Nate Dogg. A lot of dogs in the... Uh, we're dog people. Zay and I are both dog people. Oh. Yeah. The Meters, Rainbow, Great White, and the Moody Blues. All a part of the show today. little flip with that beat as well. Hey, there's Snoop Dogg right there too. Stems and Seeds brought to you by AV Consultations. 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. The answer to the question, UFC fans... Is 248 for John Jones. Fans are talking about where there's a little more fat than there used to be. Not not the typical six pack when he was at 205, but apparently the arms and chest look a little bigger too. He added 43 pounds from the last time he fought for the light heavyweight title. All legal, right? All good weight. I hope so. Not the juice. It's John, so I have to we say, yeah, that's why I, I hope have to so. Ask. Uh, he's at two forty-eight. Cyril Gon was at two forty-seven and a half, so they're right there uh, at just about the same weight for tomorrow night's UFC two eighty-five main event. Shevchenko is also on that card. She is tremendous. Those two, to me, are worth the price of admission. And yes, I'll be grabbing that pay-per-view uh, to check out tomorrow night. Lots of options out there, including the combine. They are just getting that going. Going this hour. Can't wait to get home and check out the defensive backs. That's what's happening today. Zay, again, Antonio Johnson of AM. I want you to check him out. Let me, know, right. let me know how good you think he could be. I got you. There are some that believe he's the best safety in this draft. 
I'm interested to see what you think as a uh, third-party observer and rival hater. Hey, you know I like my team. safeties though. Even though I'm not an Aggie fan, I like my big safety, so he'll get to the league and see what he can do. He is that. He is on that big side. Can't wait to see exactly how he measures in and how he works out. Longhorn fans, enjoy it on Sunday with Bijan and Roshan. That's 12 noon. Make sure you set your DVRs or be there to watch it on NFL Network. Have a great weekend. The Cal State Fullerton game member tonight at 8 o'clock. Basketball tomorrow with Kansas at 3. Keep it right here on the horn. Ball Don't Lie is next. Y'all have a good weekend. See ya!